Hey, 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 and welcome back to the neighborhood, everybody. Uh, I know we had another yet week intermission, but don't worry, don't worry, we're back. Um, there was actually a brief period where we could also have yet another team member coming on, and so I wanted to give some space for that. Um, I'm not going to say too much, because I think they're still making their way. Um but yeah, so we'll just leave it there for now. But um, this is episode four in our second season, and I'm quite excited about it. Faye, how about you? Yeah, it's going to be spicy, as you say. I mean, it's going to be a little... We, gonna... we got some stuff to say. I mean, all I'm saying is, mm-hmm. if after the episode... You feel some sort of way. I mean, mm-hmm. we are just the messengers, and so if you feel some sort of way, clearly that's something you gotta work on with yourself. Pray about it, maybe. You know. What you about to be saying to these people? Huh? I'm just... Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, um, so we're just gonna get right and started. Okay, so this week's title is The Haters and The Lost. Saying so because when someone is on the journey to trying something new, alike walking into their purpose, another fear question that could pop up for you is, well, what about how others are going to, like, see me, you know? Like, what about how others are going to think about me, you know? Like, of Mm -hmm. course that is going to come up at some point because who doesn't get nervous about being out there, being out in the open, especially when they don't really quite sure know what they're doing, but Mm -hmm. they're just, you know, trying to trust it and go with the flow of everything. Um, And so I'm just going to share. I'm going to answer the question. And then after I answer, Faye is going to answer her own answer of the question. Um, But I know for myself, um, I like to have support from others, if not all people, especially those like closest to me. Like that's, excuse me, I'm so sorry, you guys. But like Shrek say, better out than in. Anyway. um, (laughs) What? I'm just being real with the people, you know. Not like Shrek saying. Listen, whenever you come to the neighborhood, you're gonna get real, okay? You're not gonna get no. Oh my goodness. Uh, eh, eh. No. Mm-hmm. We real people, and we burp, and we say excuse me, and we move on. We run Mm-hmm. But um, yes, I like to have you know support and love and acceptance um if not from all the people I know you're never really going to get that from all the people but especially those closest to me and so something that has been um on my mind like as I'm just walking out and you know doing what I hear to do mm-hmm. is if I don't get that love and or support acceptance whatever it is from those closest to me like I was terrified at first when I um when I quit my job, I didn't tell anybody in my family until they peeped that it had been a little time and they were like Well not really they, but my mom, she was like, I haven't heard you. 
you know, on your Zoom call, are you, are you still at work? And I was like, no. And she was like, uh, you, um, you started your vacation early? Because I did quit my job right before going on vacation. So she thought I just took off, like, the couple days earlier. And I was like, no. So then she was like, are you working? And I was like, no. And then I ran back upstairs. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't have time I don't, I don't like cause that's another thing like I don't like when I don't have answers to things like it's already bad enough that like I'm in this whole trust the process thing mm-hmm. but like it's a test enough for me that I'm doing it myself and a part of the way in which I cope with it sometimes is like, if I can at least manage myself, they're like, all right, I'm just going with the flow. I don't have time for other people's questions. And mm-hmm. I know that they ask questions because they're just, like, curious and or they care about me. Because in the culture that we live in, you're supposed to, like, you know, have a plan for something or whatever. And so they just think that they're showing interest in me and being like, oh, okay, well, you stop doing that thing. Or, oh, okay, you're not going to go through with that thing well what are you gonna do and I don't like being like I don't know like I just Mm -hmm. because of course other said people especially if said people are people that care for you they're gonna be like what what do you mean you don't know you're just out here well that's not smart that's not and for a person who number one doesn't like to we I know that in the days and times we live in, people would say like, oh, that's not smart, that's not, I know that, I'm already a little stressed as it is, just going with the flow, I don't need to be reminded, like, these are already the thoughts that I have in my head, like, oh, man, I wish I had me a plan, but I'm trusting you, Lisa, but, Lisa, shh, amen, shh, oh, my goodness, you you wasn't (laughs) supposed to point that out, you're right. Uh, it's over. See, and I thought having a cold was going to be a nice thing. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a nice thing. It is nice. Keep going. I'm trusting you, Jesus. Yes, that's it. There Amen. you go. You like that? Hallelujah. Goodness. Anyway. But yeah, I don't need you to remind me that this does not sound like a good thing. Or move, maybe you want to pick up on looking for something else or trying to do something else. And it's like, shush. I don't need any of that pressure right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Jonathan McReynolds said it so well. Away from me. All the pressure, pressure, pressure to be someone you did not create. Hey, see, listen. Huh. About to make this a whole different topic for the week. Let me chill. But yes, that is my little piece, my little part. What things about. Yeah. What, uh-huh. what comes up for you, Fitz? What... Well, something uh, just super quick, something that kept playing in my head when you were talking it's like you know how like the older people in your family are like maybe even your parents are always like don't quit a job so you get a job you know like they'd be so 
exciting to be like. But I something that I have really been taking into consideration this summer is like if we never give our time space, if we never give ourselves space, and also something that I've been taking into consideration since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, if we never give ourselves space to like breathe, right? We never have a rest. We never have a chance to even figure out what the next thing is, right? We're just going to keep moving forward, mm-hmm. but possibly in the wrong direction because we right. don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. But uh, for me personally, I think um, something that comes up when I think like what do people, like how other people will see me um, is honestly just like a louder echo of sometimes how I see myself, like, definitely a perfectionist, right? Like, whatever you think a perfectionist is, multiply that by, like, seven, right? And that's probably how I walk around in the world most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that we joke about, right? Because, like, sometimes, like, I'll be in the middle of doing something. I'll be like, no, that was not. Mm-mm, nope, that wasn't it. They will be <laughs> She will be the Simon Cowell to herself. Right. Before <laughs> anyone could ever. Right. And so I think that, like, because I am so quick to point out those imperfections or, like, the things that aren't, like, super duper, like, to this crazy high standard that I have in my head, um, it's hard for me to... not think that other people also think that, right? Or not think mm. uh, that other people might see the stuff that I see or, like, more stuff that I didn't notice, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, yeah. But I think that something that I'm learning um, Neil Gaiman, who's a writer, uh, he says that you have to be, like, in order to, like, be successful in the world, right? you actually more or less need two out of three things as opposed to the three things all the time, mm-hmm. right? And those things for him are like, you have to be on time, you have to be nice, you have to do good work, right? But if you do really good work and you're always on time, even if you're not so nice, people might like make an exception for you, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're really nice and uh, you do good work, but you always late, like, people might make an exception for that, right? Right. But (laughs) um, if you're missing two out of those three things, right, even if your work is, like, perfect, right, but you're not nice, and you're also, and you're late, Mm -hmm. then, like, people are going to be like, "Mm, no, we're going to go with someone else, right? Right. Um, And that's a very, like, simple way to think about things, I think, and sort of silly sometimes, but I um, am learning to sometimes give myself grace or like to even just accept the grace that God gives me mm-hmm. to not always be super perfect, right? And maybe hit the two out of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we hop into our um, a little more biblical standpoint of the discussion for this week, um, something I wanted to... I'm just gonna. I'm just like framing things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been doing this from episodes one to three, but I think working with faith last week and like our discussions over the past two weeks 
And actually, a couple of moments before we started recording, I was like, oh, wait, I think this is really what I've been trying to do this whole time. And so, um, so, uh, what I'm going to try to do each time is after we share our own thoughts about what the question of the week is, I'm going to try and find, um, I guess you can call it like some words of affirmation, if you will, on like how to combat combat those thoughts. Number one, for ourselves, because clearly we have our own things that we deal with before we can even try and, you know, help you guys, whoever's listening, to be mm-hmm. like, oh, don't be afraid. You know, it's super, super helpful and important to share that um, we are not people who are telling you like, oh, don't be afraid because we've conquered this thing already. Clearly, I mean, we haven't, but we're just working towards it day by day. Um, and so, to answer question, what about how people will see me, slash what about people will think about me, mm-hmm. um, I have, well, some already do, they already do see you, yes, um, and that's why they are the way that they are towards you, and I think... Um, Faye didn't know I had this written down, but I think this is very interesting that she stated that she thinks people do already see her, but in the negative light, um, in which, in the ways, like, some of the negative things that she already sees about herself, whereas um, more times than not, what other people see is the super beautiful things about us that we don't Mm -hmm. see about ourselves, Mm -hmm. and so... um, that's just, you know, very quick and helpful um, for the both of us, for you, if it applies. Um, and why they see the beautiful things is in you. It's because they either see the thing in you that makes you special, which may also be the same exact thing that they're craving themselves. Um, hmm. And they don't know how to get that thing that you have. And they don't even know why you have the thing and how come they don't to begin with anyway. Mm -hmm. And so um, this can cause some hatred, hence our title, The Haters. Um, (laughs) So yes, we're going to be talking about that. And I stated that um, others will do anything that they can to diminish your spirit and make you feel invaluable. When in fact, it's kind of a paradox because they see such value in you from what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just to do that. So that's um, my first comment that I want to make. Next comment that I want to make is um, the fact that we get too caught up in thinking about other people anyway. Like, yes, so we just spend all this time saying how, like, we do. It's a thing. Everyone does. However, um, just another sub-question, I guess, to leave you with is, do you want to live your life living for others and, you know, constantly putting yourself, your dreams, your aspirations on mm-hmm. the back burner because you're thinking like, oh, no, the, this bad thing may happen or they might see or they might... Hmm. Or do you want to live for yourself 
and um, as a beautiful segue, actually, the story that we're going to be discussing in just a moment, um, I really felt connected to, um, to her, actually, in a weird way, and I'll tell you why. Like, I was, I was just trying to live my life, you know, dealing with what I'm doing, and then, you know what, let me stop. Because we're just going to get into it. But, like, a lot of people, we just go through your life, you know, yeah, trying to live how you want to be, how you want to, you know, thinking you just got it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's gone. Mm. That's what's up. You really feel that. That's really in your spirit. I'm just saying. I'm not the only one, though, sure. Listen. Shh. Y'all lucky we don't. Y'all lucky this ain't like YouTube or Instagram or something. I'm be like, put put a hand in the chat <laughs> if this is you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Faye will lead us into the story and just a moment. Take it away, Faye. <laughs> so um, the story that we're gonna be talking about is the story of Hagar. Um, and it's found in Genesis 16, if you want to read it, but I'm going to just give y'all a recap, okay? Now, y'all bear with me, because sometimes my Bible retellings is not really bible you know? But it's okay. It's going to be just fine. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, so, Hagar... No, sorry, just kidding. Let's start with um, Abraham. Abraham and Sarah, right? Abraham, uh, Father Abraham, have any sons? You know, if you've ever been to VBS, you know a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Abraham in the Bible, God gave him a promise to give him more descendants than stars in the sky, right? And so this was a lot of people that he was going to eventually be the like, you know, like he was going to have children, they were going to have children. Da, 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 da. And all these people were supposed to be blessed, right? Only problem is that Abraham was old, his wife was old, right? And they had no kids, right? <laughs> like Sarah was a hundred or so. Like she was getting up there, right? Getting older and older and older and still ain't have no kids. And they heard this promise from God for a while, like a while back. And they were like, where are these descendants coming from? I don't even know where this one baby coming from what are you talking about, God? Like, you tripping a little bit, you know? Um, And so in all of that confusion and that hurt and that, like, waiting time, um, which we talked about a little last week, right? Like, sometimes the waiting period can be painful. But in that time for Sarah, she decided she was going to make a baby herself, right? Took matters into her own hands. Child was tripping, okay? And so she was talking to Abraham, and she was like, listen, okay? I got this little slave girl, she young, she fertile, you know, she can have this baby, and then there you go, bam, descendants, right, and Abraham was like, uh, I don't know about that, and Sarah basically, like, she pressured him, she was like, no, like, this is what we doing, I figured it out, because ain't no babies coming out of here, I don't know what you thought, but <laughs> clearly, okay, ain't not a nothing, we ain't got no babies around here. So you go have a baby with Hagar, right? Mm-hmm. And then, bam, that'll be it, right? Isn't that interesting? We as people love to tell God that he's mistaken. But anyway. <laughs> Child, all the time. Mm. 
All the time. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, yeah, so she told him, go be with the slave girl. The Bible says she gave him to her as a wife, right? Like, she literally took her in the room and was like, this is my husband, but he need to have a baby. You know how to do it. Hopefully, figure it out, right? Okay. Abraham gets with Hagar, right? Okay. They ain't had no contraception or nothing back then, so Hagar couldn't sneak off and get the plan B or nothing. So, she got pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. And then it says... (laughs) <laughs> that Sarah was mad that she got pregnant, right? Like, after she orchestrated this whole thing, right? She was like, I can't believe that this girl about to have a husband with my, I mean, oh, a husband, <laughs> a baby with my husband, uh-uh, right? So she gets real upset, and she beat Taylor, right? Like, the Bible don't get too specific, but we wait, can... Wait, 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 you, you, you leave her now, keep her, okay? You forget what my homie Abraham said. Remember, she went to I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't telling him right. Okay, she I'm sorry. Right, okay, so she goes to Abraham, right? And she is like, <laughs> um, this slave girl getting a little too, like, mm, like, you know, like, she a little too much. She a little too, uh, like, hype about herself, you know? She really feeling herself now that she carrying your baby or whatever, and I don't really think that it's okay for her to be interacting with me like this, right? Sarah swore she was treating her different. Right. But that's just because, Sarah, you was used to this girl being your servant girl. But now she can't get up and fetch your pail of water. <laughs> she Not a pail of water. Listen, she can't go do the servant girl stuff that she used to do before. She got morning sickness now. Something that you don't know nothing about. She got She got issues now. That you don't know nothing about, Sarah. So, of course, in your head, you like, mm, she acting different. She being new. No, the child is going through. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all. But go ahead, babe. She said to Abraham. And my homie said, what did my homie say back? Okay, it's the part. It's the part. For me. Okay, so she goes to Abraham and she's like, um, she tells her all this stuff. He, she tells him all this stuff about Hagar, right? And it's like, you need to do something about that because, like, she not, who she thinks she's talking to, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Abraham, okay, Janae's favorite part, goes, look. <laughs> that look really took us out, okay? We laughed about it the first time we had this conversation for a good five to ten minutes, okay? But he was like, look, this, the like, you did this, right? Basically, he was like, you made this happen. So you deal with it, right? However you feel like you need to deal with it. That's your slave girl, okay? You gave her to me, okay? Why are you being weird to me, my brother Abraham? Right. 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 And so um after that, right, what uh Sarah decided was to just beat Hagar. Mind you, the girl, the child pregnant, okay, all the way pregnant. And this old lady come and beat her. we don't know the specifics of how she beat her. But it was pretty bad, right? Because Hagar runs into the woods. She's trying to run away. She don't really know what to do, right? She was just minding her business. They like, come on, you gotta, you gotta have Abraham baby. And she's like, I gotta do what? He old. I don't know. I don't want to like, you know, like. But being a servant girl, she couldn't have said no, really. She just would have got beat up probably anyway for for quote unquote staff mouthing or whatever Sarah was even. Child was a whole mess, is the point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so after all of this, right, Hagar runs into the woods, 
And an angel comes to her, right? And is telling her, like, girl, this is rough. I know you're in a situation right now, right? And also, it's okay, right? God wants you to know it's okay. You're going to have a son, right? Name him this, right? Um, Israel is her son's name. I can't remember what that means right now. But that's what he told her to name the son. Um, and she was telling her, like, your son is going to have a lot of descendants as well, right? Because one thing about God, right? Whatever he say, got to come true. And so because Ishmael was Abraham's descendant, even though that wasn't the initial plan, right? Like, mm-hmm. he still is a part of that blessing, right? right. Like, he's still going to multiply a ton. And be prosperous. Right. right. And so she, he tells her, like, everything's going to be okay, right? And basically, Hagar at the end is like, wow, like, thank you, God, right? She calls God, uh, ooh, pronunciation. Elohim. Right? Uh, which means the God who sees me. And this is actually the only time. Uh, that we see that specific name for God in the Bible, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, like in this situation where she was just minding her business and got really hurt, right? Uh, and there was nobody in the world to help her. She was all alone, right? God was still there to see her. And that's the story of Sweet Hagar and Crazy Sarah and Trifling Abraham. Say, I'm sorry, that was not nice. I said, I know, I know, I took it back. I'm Trifling Sarah, she was dumb. She was really something. And I mean, mean say or not, but any of you who are listening and y'all are married or shit, you know you can't really tell your wife, no, woman, I said no, and that's it. You know, because that's not <laughs> really how it's going to end. He knew he had to give in to whatever foolishness Sarah was talking about. She had already decided. She right. wasn't. It wasn't like she came to him like, what you think about Hagar? She was just like, no, Hagar having his baby, you know, like she. She gonna bust it wide. Oh, <laughs> now. <laughs> now. She split it very slowly, okay? Oh, my and God. I'm so <laughs> sure she did. You said Abraham was old. She was probably young. She was probably our age. Imagine. No, I don't want to imagine. Precisely. Hagar was stressed. Mm-hmm. But yes, so this is the story of Hagar, y'all. See what I mean? I just said it. I'm going to say it kind of different again. But she was just minding her business, being a servant, fetching pails of water and whatever else a servant did back in those days. Mm-hmm. But just because somebody else, mm, with their hurt thing, I think you said, um, mm-hmm. and their insecurities on the situation, and them not feeling uh, enough in themselves mm-hmm. in that moment to fulfill whatever was supposed to be fulfilled. Right. They go looking to other people and mm. then get upset. Child, that part. That then get upset when the thing happens for that other person, and that you and now you still wondering like, so how is just going, you know? And something that um, hit me mm-hmm. about this was 
the dangers mm-hmm. in rushing the process. Hmm. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> that was that was really something that hit me because um something that Pop actually said on Sunday mm-hmm. about see he phrased it a little differently about how when um Mom was mad, and she was like, "Where are you going shopping?" <laughs> right. But what something he said was, um, just like Sarah, her solution with mm-hmm. Hagar. Was, you still got the problem, and now you got to build on top of it. <laughs> right, right. Her solution with Hagar was only a temporary fix. Yeah. But now, uh, a like going shopping when you're upset. That's only a temporary fix, but then when you get that credit card bill, about you have to then still try and process and work your way through why you were really upset that time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you got to pay you a hefty bill. Mm-hmm. Now, for Sarah's case, she still has to work through the fact of that she still feels, you know, like she. Um, cannot be the wife that she is to be to Abraham because she hasn't had any children and he has this great promise to have so many descendants and everything like that. Um, But now she also is upset because someone who wasn't, um, someone who wasn't already like Abraham's wife or, Mm -hmm. you know, like somebody who just isn't her really, they got pregnant with the quickness, and now she's upset about it, even though she orchestrated it. <laughs> Every step of the process. Every way. You, you, she orchestrated it, and then she was still upset about the outcome. And talk about a hefty bill, bill right? Like, further on in the story, mm-hmm. there's still a whole child. That's a whole life. Right. Right? And, like, Ishmael and Isaac didn't get along at all. Like, they fought their whole lives, right? Like, they're... I forget all the details of, like, who people say they they are now. Mm -hmm. But that, like, rivalry, right, still goes on today. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. There are, like, parts of the Islamic faith that, like, call themselves something. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm gonna find the actual information right now. Mm -hmm. But the point is, right, like, that has roots in things like those that initial rivalry right uh is the root of some stuff that still goes on to this day right like that that's what I have to build and so now let's take this example and apply it to you trying to walk into purpose huh. um once god gives you uh a word, a, a promise for a gift or some sort of blessing. And just because you feel that it's not coming quick enough or you don't see any sort of receipts, any sort of sign that like you're getting closer or like you're here, you're, you know, you begin to get restless and then we start making our own decisions have a whole plan see that plan then came up again okay mm-hmm. <laughs> what plan we gotta remember what plan but anyway 
you'll create yourself a whole plan and then get upset when the plan may actually work out, just not in the way you thought it would. Or it does work out in the way you thought it would, but you're not happy with those results like you thought you would be happy with it, like Sarah and Hagar's situation. And so, though it can be quite frustrating how Faith brought up um, a little earlier about last week's topic with um, time, time refill, conscious um, waiting. Yes. So, though the waiting period can be quite frustrating, um, it is very, very important that in your times where you um, feel like you can't see your way or can't see the way to the blessing that you know you've been promised, mm-hmm. um, that you just, you know, take some time and actually, you know, pray to God about that. Something very beautiful, I think, Faye, that you were saying a little earlier was that um, if Sarah had just... Mm-hmm. I said if she had just uh, waited... Right, because she still gets her son in the end, right? Like, Isaac still comes. Mm-hmm. And if she had been in touch with God in that moment, mm-hmm. and in that really hard moment, she was able to say to God, like, God, you said this baby coming. You said there's about to be descendants. I'm getting a little old, okay? Uh, and I don't really see no babies uh, popping out of here, you know? Like, if she had shared all that with God, if she was able to be honest with him about that uh, and explain the hurt that she was going through, right, he could have comforted her. He could have been the God who sees her, right? Like, we could have been reading a whole different story in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have sent an angel to her. He could have done whatever it was that he was going to do to help her get through that situation. But she didn't give, even give him the opportunity, right? Like, many of us don't always give God the opportunity because we start to do our own thing right start to make our own plans start to be like well this thing will make me feel better let's do that and in reality what we're doing is like getting ourselves into so much trouble another sub question would you rather have haters or would you rather be hating on yourself you're stunting your own growth or, well, not even stunting, because, hmm, like you just said, say, um, along with Sarah, like, making her whole elaborate plan for a baby to come, mm-hmm. um, it's not that it stopped the blessing, it just prolonged. Like, and right. that is something that people can get upset with themselves over, is, is what I really meant to say. And so, um as we are speaking to the fear question of like not stepping out to do the thing because oh like what about how people are gonna see me or what they're gonna think or blah, 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 blah. would you rather have haters or hate on yourself for prolonging your process mm-hmm. just a little something to think about that's valid mm-hmm. and i think though that um i think that your question is a valid one. Um, 
Yeah, and I and also though I don't even know that the process was prolonged, right? Maybe it was always gonna be ten more years before they had baby Isaac, right? But um, I just think about all the needless pain that this decision caused for both families, right? When like in reality. Yeah, like, none of that needed to happen, right? Like, Sarah had no business putting her hands on Hagar, especially after it was her fault that she had gotten pregnant. It's not like Hagar was trying to, like, sneak around with Abraham. Like, ooh, like, <laughs> me and Mr. Abraham are going to go to the marketplace later. Like, no, like, none of that, you know? It was all something that Sarah had decided, and then she couldn't deal with it because... So actually, yo, uh, that last thing that I just said, yeah, I take all of that back. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like Faye's explanation so much better. But um, the question still stands, but it's right. Faye's explanation. Right. Okay. So yeah. what I said about, what was that, a minute and some seconds ago, you don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, just clarification on the Ishmael thing, I did look it up real quick. Uh, Ishmael is considered to be the father of Islamic faith in a lot of ways, right? Whereas Isaac, like sometimes still when people pray, right? They'll say like the God of uh, Abraham, uh, Isaac, and Jacob, right? And so um, he's considered in a lot of ways to be really important uh, and monumental in the Christian faith, right? And so two totally different faiths and understandings and beliefs about the way that the world works, right, all came from this incident of Sarah not being able to process her feelings. Yeah. But that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, like, yeah, we're talking about Sarah right now, but something that I always have to ask myself when I'm, like, seeing people in the Bible and being like, girl, that's trite, is, like, what are the ways that that happens in your life, right? Like, what are the ways... That right now, I'm not able to deal with waiting or I'm not able to, like, deal with my process, right? And so, what decisions am I making that are hurting me, right? Or is possibly the people around me when I should be taking those things to God? It shouldn't even be a, like, oh, let me go hop in this relationship. I'm not saying that, like, that's my personal story right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, or let me go, like, I don't know, do whatever. Go shopping, okay? Um uh, I got some debt, like, the rest of it. But, like, you know, like, uh, maybe it's shopping, maybe it's people, maybe it's all sorts of things, right, that we choose, right, that, yeah, are really just harming us in the long run. to alter your ability to see yourself. 
Seek God's face and ask him continuously to reveal to you the way in which he sees you and how he sees you is how you should see yourself. Um, yeah, that's it. That is it. We will see you guys next week. And it will for real be like next week. <laughs> it won't be like a space in between. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm so excited. Bye, everybody. Good night, y'all.